Florida is known for its gorgeous beaches, large orange groves, and is often referred to as the Sunshine State. It's a small little slice of paradise right here in the United States. And for anyone who has ever lived or visited Florida, you quickly learn that this is the place to go when you retire. However, Florida is also known for its massive swamps. The swamps here spread about 5,000 kilometers or 3,107 miles all over the state. If you've ever played an RPG game or D&D or even visited a swamp, you would know that these ecosystems house the most dangerous predators and diseases you could find in the wild. And with how massive the swamps are in Florida, wouldn't it be possible that there is something truly terrifying? Some evil creature residing in it. Something more frightening than even alligators. Something like the Moss Man. Hello and welcome back everyone. This is your host Tyler Naismith. And I'm Tori Mokri. And this is uh, Tales of Grin. Yeah, we're talking about Moss Man today. Not Moth Man. Moss. M-O-S-S. I feel like I have heard of it or at least like seen a picture of it, but... I'm stoked to actually uh, get more of the story. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> I'm actually really excited to talk about this. I feel like it's basically the uh, the swamp creature. It literally is. It's like the swamp thing from like the movies and like the Batman universe. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get down into Moss Man, the Florida Moss Man. <laughs> ridiculous I, it's sometimes it's hard to say some of the monster names with a straight face like even though like i'm fully for like all the creepy monster things out there just some of them are just so ridiculous but we're gonna go into the story about whether or not this thing is true so buckle up everybody <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't really find a lot of actual names for the later encounters like kind of like in the 1900s there are encounters that we're going to talk about kind of in the later years and i do have names of those people but anything recent nothing's been reported i cannot find an actual name or police report of the people that claim to have said this stuff don't know if that's a good or a bad thing you know take it with a grain of salt really <laughs> the first encounter happened in 1978 in the coastal city of boca raton it started off as an ordinary day a couple decided to head down to the beach to take in the sights you know florida beaches gorgeous and as they were walking along the shore, the woman noticed a large mass laying next to a cluster of rocks. As they got closer, they saw what appeared to be a man wearing a torn raincoat laying down in the sand and propped up against the rocks. They didn't really think much of it. They kind of thought it was like, oh, you know, like a random homeless man wearing a raincoat. And as they were walking closer to the homeless man, they realized that it wasn't actually a raincoat they were looking at. The thing stood up and stared at the couple, and that's when they saw its bright, shining red eyes. And the thing they actually thought was a raincoat was a leafy green layer of foliage that was attached to its skin. The couple straight up booked it out of there. <laughs> they wasted zero time running away because they were just like, oh my god, what is this thing? Forget it, I'm out. And then after a little bit of time went by, the couple decided, all right, we have to like confirm if what we saw was real. So they decided to head back to that spot. And that's where they found Spanish moss lying in the area. So Spanish moss is like a tropical plant. It only grows in tropical weather, like really high humidity places, kind of like Florida. And you can typically find it like hanging from a lot of trees in the area. So it's very odd that this is kind of on the beach. This like this type of plant should not be here. They didn't find any other traces of the monster, but for the next two years, there would be a bunch of random reports of moss man. 
So people reported seeing this creature in Red Reef Park, West Palm Beach, and Hillsborough Beach. So it's all kind of spread out throughout the Florida area. And they're not super close, but it's not super far away either, if that makes sense. Now, I'm not sure if this is kind of like people hopping on the bandwagon or if these were like legit encounters with the creature. Like I said earlier, I couldn't find a single name of a person that actually reported seeing Mossman. So during these sporadic sightings, people would claim that they could see the creature's head appear out of the ocean during foggy days and foggy nights, and that it was almost kind of like a ghost. Like the thing would just like pop up and just fade away in the mist. That is very odd. That also makes me think of, was it the movie literally called The Mist? Yeah, with like all the monsters, the Stephen King one? Or The Not Fog the with, with like, like the, the ghost pirates. The Fog. The Fog, yes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> th- what is the other one called with like the triangle head and the... Oh, that's Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Yes. Well, it reminds me of both of them because monsters come out in the fog. Yeah, so a lot of people were kind of thinking that this thing was like a ghost instead of like an actual creature. Exactly. So now there's another theory that Mossman is actually an avatar of the swamp brought to life to protect mankind. Which, again, literally reminds me of the Swamp Thing movie and, like, the DC character. Or it's kind of like D&D where, like, you know how, well, maybe you don't because you haven't gone to this point in our campaign. But typically when there's gods, the gods can't actually come onto the, like, the land of, like, the living or, like, the mortal realm. They have to send avatars, which are kind of, like, little fake soldiers that they control and have some of their powers. And that's what they're trying to say that... Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, like what Mossman is. that's also part of Greek mythology where um, Zeus would often come down as either take over a male's body or look like them, like a kind of shapeshifter kind of thing. Or he would use an avatar being like a... I think it was an eagle or a hawk for him. Some kind of majestic bird. Right. And then also an owl for Athena. God, you and your Greek mythology, you were on it with that. I love it. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, like, this whole thing feels like a Greek myth. Like, and you'll it hear does. a story later on where I'm just like, this is straight up out of, like, a mythology book. It also kind of reminds me of, um, what I could closely compare it to is, like, sprites. Or I think sprites are supposed to be the protectors of forests, right? Um, it kind of depends on the mythology you're going for. I haven't, I don't remember that for sprites, but I know dryads are kind of like the tree creatures that like... That might be it. Yeah. I thought there was like some kind of like fairy creature that was supposed to be like a main protector thing, but yeah, I mean, I could see that. That's a part of a lot of mythologies. Right. Okay, so now this is my personal favorite for the theory of Mossman, and it's that it's actually the skunk ape of Florida. And for those of you who don't know what the skunk ape is, the skunk ape is like Florida's Bigfoot. Literally, giant, giant, seven, eight foot tall thing. Kind of similar to like how Mossman is described as like this giant green foliage thing with red eyes. And they said it smells. Skunk ape. Very bad. Hence why it has skunk in it, because it smells like a skunk. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I know, but honestly, I could kind of see that being, you know, we have these two legendary creatures and they're kind of similar, kind of not, but I could see that being the same thing. I feel like it's literally just the Florida equivalent of the Bigfoot. Well, Skunk Ape is, yes. Well, just like the Yeti is the like Himalayan version of 
the Bigfoot. Like, they all have these kind of, like, protectors, I feel like. Well, I don't know about protectors, but if anything, I just think that's animal adapting to its environment. I mean, you have, True. like, snow leopards that literally thrive in the snow, and that's going to mm-hmm. be different than, like, if you put a regular leopard in the snow. It's, it's all about the environment that the creature grows up in and it has lived in for generations. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a firm believer yeah. that, like, Bigfoot and stuff, there isn't just one. There's, like, a bunch of them. And we just haven't discovered them all. Or maybe we have and the government's just hiding it. Conspiracy, you know? I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> okay. The next notable encounter happened in 1980 in Red Reef Park. So Red Reef Park is about a 67-acre coastal park that is primarily used for, like, environmental studies. But it's still open for people to walk around in. So one day, an elderly couple decided that they were going to take a little stroll through the park. And this park is, like, a straight-up swamp, by the way. It's, like... There's trails, sure, but it's like a swamp. So as they're walking, the elderly lady noticed a large bird that was perched up on a tree. So they decide to move closer, thinking it was going to be like some super cool swamp bird that they've never seen before. This whole tree shifts its body and turns to look at them, and that's when they see its fiery red eyes. And the thing they thought was a bird was actually the skin, and the thing they thought was a tree was its body. Because this thing is like eight feet tall, covered in plants. So now, the elderly woman starts screaming, naturally, and she genuinely feared for her life. But with all the screaming that was happening, Mossman decided to turn around and just walk into the swamp. (sniffs) Nothing happened. But the elderly couple did decide to run out of the park and find a park ranger. Understandable. Again, they were elderly. These are very old people that straight up sprinted. I don't know about you, but, like, my grandma definitely does not sprint or run anywhere. She goes on walks, but she does not run. <laughs> no, I could picture her, like, fast jogging, mm-hmm. but nothing more than that. Right. So, yeah, so as they got out of the swamp, they legit found a park ranger, and they reported it. Later on, a man named Greg Jenkins heard about the report, and Greg was kind of like a young kid that was on summer break from military school, and he decided that he wanted to be the one to crack this case. You know, he heard about Mossman, and he was like, I gotta know the truth. How far away is the military base? I couldn't find what military... It was a military school, not a base. Military school. Um, I have no idea. I couldn't find any name on it. Because I know that there are military actual bases and schools in Florida. Yes. And honestly, before, I was thinking, what if it's supposed to be like a camouflage... Like a ghillie suit. Yeah. So, that is actually one of the more realistic things I was going to talk about later. Yeah, and then the red eyes could be... Like goggles or something. Like night vision. Yeah. Yeah. Very possible. That is actually one of the theories that it's some local wearing a ghillie suit that's in the swamps hunting. I don't know. But the thing is, these reports are during the day, so I can't really see it being like a night vision thing That's why I was saying, like, instead of night vision, maybe they're supposed to be, like, heat ray goggles, and the guy is trying to, like, hunt alligators or birds or something. Very possible. I don't know. Greg Jenkins, like I said earlier, he wants to, like, crack this case. So he heads to Red Reef Park and interviews one of the veteran park rangers. And this ranger tells him the most crazy story. This guy's also unnamed, so I can't even look up who this park ranger was. But according to him, he said the legend of the Moss Man dates back to the 1500s and is the result of a Native American curse. This is where we're about to get into, like, the whole Greek mythology type of thing that we were talking about earlier. This is where I was like, seriously, this is like a straight-up myth. 
it even feeds back to your whole like Wendigo monster and all of that stuff. It's all Native American mythology. Seriously. So here's the legend that he told young little Greg Jenkins. <laughs> During the 1500s, after the Spanish conquistadors invaded the land, one of the Spaniards supposedly kidnapped a Native American princess and tortured and raped her. After the Spaniard was done with her, for some unknown reason, this man killed her by cutting off her head and tied her head to a tree in the swamp. Supposedly, the princess had very long hair the hair from her severed head basically reached down to the floor and it took root into the tree. So the princess's spirit fused with the tree and all the plant life in the area, and the princess used her new power to drive the Spanish out of this particular swamp. Flash forward a little bit into the future, and there was this witch doctor that grew up in Florida as well that spent some time, you know, studying herbal and spiritual magic and all kind of like potions and stuff like that. Whatever, you know, witch doctors typically study. I don't know too much about witch doctors, but, like, that's kind of what they said he was, like, mainly focused on. So he literally lived in the same time era of this Native American princess being tortured, killed, and driving out the Spaniards. And he loved the story about this princess getting revenge. So what this witch doctor apparently did was he took some seaweed and the remains of the dead Spaniards and basically created this organism to protect the swamp. Now here's the insane part. There may be some truth to this story. There always is. Right. Some of the locals from Clay County claimed to have been terrorized by Mossman since the early 1800s. Apart from seeing the creatures, the citizens of Clay County claimed that the legend of the monsters were originally passed down by, by some of the, like, the local indigenous people since the early 1500s. In fact, in the 1880s, Clay County's Sheriff Peeler formed a posse to search for, and I quote, a large man-like beast with a rank odor and covered with swamp grass. Apparently some of the locals spotted this moss man invading one of the residents' rabbit pens and like saw it eating the rabbits, which sparked them to basically tell the sheriff and the sheriff was like, well, gonna get a posse together and hunt this little beast. Well, they didn't find any moss man. They did find some huge alligators that they killed that were also causing the town trouble. <laughs> and Tori, I'm going to show you a photo of the sheriff and the alligator that they killed. So the sheriff is on the left, very old-timey, and this is his posse with one of the gators. So there is evidence that they went out hunting for this thing, but they only found gators. I mean, it's also a swamp, so of course they're going to find gators. Right. What, what, what do you think about these photos? I mean, do you think there could be some truth to it? Or do you think there just happened to be old-timey photos that were taken when they were actually hunting alligators? I mean, just looking at these photos, taking them out of context almost, the guy on the left, the sheriff, just looks like a guy from the 1800s, you know, suit, tie, white collar up, mustache, just... A normal guy. I wouldn't even know he was a sheriff. Right. And then on the right with the guys with the gator, it's... Look like they just hunt a gator. Yeah. There's no... There's no evidence to support that they were actually hunting Moss Man. It's just photos and people claiming this is the day. Yeah. You could literally take any photos from around the 1800s where there's a gator or not and basically claim like oh this person was a part of the moss man hunt or 
you know, this picture was taken during the Moss Manhunt and no one would be wiser. No, that's very true. Like, there's so many things that's, like, kind of misleading about it as well. But the last thing to have happened with Mossman was a woman named Ida Moore, who lived in Jefferson County, said that there was some foul-smelling creature that one time grabbed her husband as he was swimming in the Suwannee River. And literally, that's all I heard about the incident. I don't know when this happened. I don't know if the husband died. I don't know if he was let go. Literally just a woman claiming something grabbed her husband while he was swimming. I don't know if this is the same monster or not, but I feel like I have heard this story before of, like, a guy swimming across a river and, or swimming in a river, and, like, he gets pulled under or something catches The Loveland Frog. That happened with the Loveland Loveland Frog? Yep. It was, um, a lady, it was two girls swimming in the, um... The lake and one of them was pulled under and she basically helped her friend until they swam to shore maybe it is but for some reason i'm now picturing it with a male and female even though we talked about the ghillie suit earlier i want to talk about one of the other kind of realistic reasons for what it is and what a lot of people think moss man actually is is just the way the light is reflecting off plants in the swamps and making it seem like there's some big creature because Swamps have such a wide variety of plant life and species. It's, I could honestly, if I were to walk through this, like literally 5,000 kilometers of swamp, I'm sure I feel like I would see something massive that wasn't actually there. And I, I think that's a pretty logical approach to what Moss Man is. But then also the ghillie suit. There we have it. There's the, uh, the local story of the Florida Moss Man, Tori. What do you think? Real or fake? <laughs> I don't know. All mythologies usually have some truth to it. That being said, I do believe that there could have been a a Native American princess that was killed by a Spanish conquistador and... Raped, had her head cut off and tied to a tree? Yeah. But then her spirit fusing with the plant life and becoming nature itself attacking. (laughs) Typically, Native American lore has to do more with nature and the balance and all of that stuff. But the thing which that... Which makes sense why it would be a swamp creature protecting the swamp, not, like, the ghost of the princess scaring people away or something like that. Right. And the thing that kind of, like, throws me for a loop is that a witch doctor is supposedly the one that created Moss Man. Because he was, he loved the story of the Native American princess getting revenge on the Spaniards and was like, you know what? We need more protection in the swamp. I'm going to use the Spaniards' body parts and build myself a moss man. (laughs) He Frankensteined it. That's the part I'm just like, eh, BS. But okay, so I have another photo up for you. And this is a tribute statue of Moss Man. I love it. That someone built, yeah, that someone built in Goldhead Branch State Park in Florida. And it's literally just a bunch of moss with, like, red, like, hippie-looking glasses on its face. (laughs) It's incredible. Or, again, it could be some guy in a ghillie suit. Like, just cover him up with a bunch of moss. Like, it could be a random guy that's trying to scare people away from his home in the boonies or whatever they're called down there. What the people found, you know, like, in 1978 and 1980... I don't know. Maybe it really was just a homeless guy that was, like, wearing a raincoat. 
maybe it was parts of the nature that looked like it was something else. Or maybe it was Skunk Ape. Who knows? I think overall, I don't believe in Moss Man. It's a fun story, but it just feels too story-ish to me. I have to agree with you on that. Like, as much as I love the lore and as cool as that thing does look, I still... My vote is for the ghillie suit. Yeah, and I, I would believe the ghillie suit of someone walking around in the swamps like that. Because, you know, people do a lot of hunting in swamps. Yeah. And even if it was, you know, in the 18th, 1900s, people could still cover themselves up with a bunch of foliage and moss and all of that stuff and make their own kind of older version of a ghillie suit. And it's used to basically help you blend into your environment, really. Exactly. It's camouflage. Yeah. If you guys believe in Moss Man, make sure to respond to us on Twitter or on Instagram. We like when you guys leave comments. It's great. We love it. <laughs> uh, if you believe in the Moss Man, let us know. And, you know, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and we are now putting our stuff on YouTube. <laughs> and if you guys do have other stories like the Moss Man or Skunk Ape or any other local legends comment and we will be happy to research them yeah seriously it'd be awesome i like learning about these new ones like i never heard of moss man up until like a few days ago oh yeah and i was just like well now i gotta do a story on it this legend is insane <laughs> yeah and we do actually have a few comments about other stories that we will be doing in the future we have a whole list of things that we want to do oh yeah so keep tuned for some new future episodes also if you happen to get a chance, check us out on Patreon. You know, it kind of helps us know that we're doing a good job and can really help us fund this so we can make this our full-time gig. And that would be amazing. But if not, I really do appreciate every view that you guys click on. And if even if you share or something, I appreciate you guys. You're amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Good night, everybody. See you guys.